The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of Colts fans. Colts. Louder. 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 Colts. In Bill's land. Bill's land. Bill stink. Bill stink. Bill stink like poo poo. <laughs> That's my boy. You raise him right. That's what happens. That's that. <laughs> that is the way. That is the way. Uh, that is our illustrious third mystery co-host. Oh, he's not mystery. Uh, Bryson popping in whenever he can. We always love when he pops on the show. Uh, I am Matt Johnson, and of course, I am joined by my good friend, uh, my favorite Colts fan in Bill's land, Mr. Brandon Rogers. Uh, coming off of a tough, tough loss um, this past week against the past Sunday against the Los Angeles Rams, 29 to 23, I believe is the final score. Um, an absolute heartbreaker of an ending, but uh, a lot of good to be taken. How are you feeling after uh, watching the Colts rally back but come short? I know they say that there are no such things as a moral victory, but at halftime, I was like, all right, this is done. Like, I, I like we lost at halftime. So for us to come on back and actually make it a game and competitive, I kind of feel like that was a, a dub. So we lost the, the first half. He won the second half and eventually ended up losing overtime. It was fun. One of the most fun times I've had watching a loss in a long time. That's a good point. Uh, I think that's a pretty fair way to look at it uh, simply. I mean, obviously we had a lot of fun a couple weeks ago, but I, I think we took a lot more from this game um, in, in the long run. And at first I was just like, oh, Jesus. What the heck? You know, just all sorts of swear words and not swear words. I, could, I didn't want to swear in front of my grandparents. That would have been, wouldn't have been very kind. Um, but you know, I like, but I'm taking it a lot better now. I think the 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 the, the talking you gave me after the Jacksonville loss. <laughs> what do you have to be mad about? What are you depressed about? Eat your food. No. Uh, <laughs> eat your grilled cheese and shut up. No. Um, <laughs> basically but you're like man like the sky is bright like there's the future's bright and and i looked at it like that i'm like man you know what did i what was my expectation going into this year i wanted the colts to be fun to watch them and be fun again fun to watch this team play they checked that box um they almost won and man would i have loved them get one up on the rams uh, get one up on Matthew Stafford. Obviously, we know how close we were to, to well, maybe not how close, but we know that Stafford was interested in coming to Indy 
and it didn't work out. I would have loved to get the dub, especially too with how close the last game was against them. Um, getting stuffed, uh, getting beat up there um, on the two shut down on the one yard line. Yeah, two sprains. Uh, you know, I I would have loved to come away with that W and then have like a little bit firmer control of the AFC South. There's no doubt about it. So that part does sting, but um, but I feel like it's like the uh. This is the tunnel part, and then the news we got today, which we'll talk about a little bit later, um, is the light at the end of the tunnel. I think it's a uh, it's a nice sign of things, it, nice sign of things to come. Um, when you look, when you you take everything back and and, and take a look at it for what it is. Uh, you're right because you know you got to look at the bigger picture of everything. Any other cold team probably would have folded, and just. You know, Frank Reich, hey, guys, keep on chopping wood. We're so close. We're so close. We're this, we're this close, men. We're this close. Chance I was like, nah, F that. We're still we're still playing. I ain't hear no bell. I ain't hear no bell. And that's what we did. It, it, and, okay, I, honestly, I don't want to be the show that just glorifies one position all the time. But did y'all see that boy out there making plays? He's a freaking alien. Uh, the first half was a little rough, you know. I, I know he had the fumble, but AR is a beast. Yes. He's a beast. I'm putting it out there right now. Most he really is. 10 years. Yeah, I was uh, very excited to get to see the spinning spike uh, touchdown yes. celebration. But yeah, that first half, that 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 first half was a disaster. I I was about ready to go back in the bathtub. It would have been awkward because I was at my grandparents' house, but. Uh, I was about ready to call it a day. Just don't uh, throw a toaster in there while you're in there. <laughs> if they would have scored one more touchdown, I probably would have. Grandpa, where's the toaster? You know, and, uh, <laughs> Jesus. But no, in all seriousness, it was uh, it it was just bad. Like I couldn't believe how rough the Colts. Like I'm like, okay, Richardson's coming back. Maybe he still has some concussion symptoms, and and the uh, maybe I hope not, but. The offensive line isn't like gelled, right? It's kind of big Q and Braden. And of course, the week that we lose our offensive line mainstays, that is the week that the Colts go up against Aaron Donald. The greatest defensive lineman of our generation. Yes. Uh not great. But um, but yeah, I was just like, what? Like I couldn't believe how just bad and unprepared the team looked coming out. Very surprised. But they did make it for a very fun second half. They came out. It took a little while to get going. Um, but they did, man. They, 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 you know, I know the completion percentage doesn't look good. The completions to attempts doesn't look good. Um, there were some really cool play, really good big time plays made. And uh and and that's that's the resiliency you want to see out of a out of a young quarterback. I'm still blown away how far ahead. Uh, he is, and I, I can't believe we're just only in four games in in year one. Uh, what's he gonna look like next year? Uh, what's he gonna look like at this year? It's, it's, it's incredible. It's, you know what it reminds me of? Here's a. It reminds me of watching Eugene back in the day in WWE when he would be around a WWE superstar and take their special moves. All right, we did like the rock bottom and the and and the, and the stunner and all that stuff. I feel like it's what Richardson's doing. I just he's Eugene. I don't know if that's a <laughs> that's a good assessment, but yeah, all right. Like it's just like that. Uh, you know, the the you, you don't expect it to happen, and it and it happens. And yeah, like when Eugene beat Kurt Angle at SummerSlam, <laughs> he 
he's not supposed to be this good already, or this polished already. He looks like a, a guy that's been playing for a long time. He does. Um, his pocket feel is crazy. I mean, just seeing him maneuver around there and evade tackle. Like, he knew, all right, I can't really trust Blake Freeland right now, rookie left tackle, going up against Aaron freaking Donald. So uh, he'd escape, and Aaron Donald had his way with our offensive line, but he only had one sack. Uh, I think he had two knockdowns and maybe a couple pressures. Yeah. But for Aaron Donald against a rookie left tackle, that was a turnstile. Blake Freeland did not help. I mean, I think he had like a 19.3 PFF blog, pass blocking grade. It was not great. It wasn't. But Richardson was able to, to extend plays, use his legs in that second half. And my, the magic, I mean, one point there's a throw where Donald literally has him wrapped up. And Richardson bounds it 30 yards on a rope to Alec Pierce, who finally, it. thank God. Yeah. Um, I think he played a lot better this game, too. He got some more shots. I, I know he had a drop. Uh, Kylan Granton had an awful drop that would have won us the game. I, yeah, I want to talk about that last drive. I was not happy about that last regulation drive. Um, Oof. but I, did, yeah. I do want to go into a little bit more detail on that because I would. There's a lot let's of stuff. Let's, 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 let's peel off that band-aid right now. Yeah, let's do it. I, I, oh my God, I couldn't believe that we didn't call a run play. Um, I was like, I know that the Colts were backed up pretty, you know, uh, no, it was like the 30, right? It was like the 30, 35 yard line. The goal is to just extend, right? Let's, let's throw them off. And Zach Moss can get big chunk plays. I couldn't believe that on first or second down, they didn't try to call like some kind of outside run something. So it wasn't so predictable. Like, I mean, we're trying to move the ball and kill some clock at the same time. I get it. We're we're throwing. We're hoping, you know, Richardson was on fire the second half. Uh, he's completing a lot of big stuff. But, I mean, the fact that they, it, it, I mean, three and out, three passes, three clock-killing passes, um, or yeah, well, clock-stopping, not clock-killing, but clock-stopping. Um was not was not great. I don't I don't know if that was a Steichen or a Jim Bob Cooter thing, but I I was just like, what are you doing? You got it like something. There's some dink and dunk or something. It was like we were. I felt like they, they were easy trying completion. easy completions. Uh, you know, a screen. Just get the ball and in, in hands and move up field because it. I their their defense hadn't like been that good for that whole second half of the cut in the game, and I just I felt like just. Okay, this final drive they stepped up and they did a good job. They did a good job, you know, at the game. But I just I couldn't believe uh, the the play calling for that last drive in regulation. Yeah, you know, I would have loved first down, run the ball, quick, hurry up, get to the line, uh, no huddle, then a nice little maybe a, a screen play, maybe you, you try to do like a nice RPO, just something to to where you could rely on Richardson to to maybe run. Yeah, on a on a bootleg and maybe run or or, or toss the ball off something quick, simple, easy, a quick hitter there uh, on second down, set you up, set you up for a nice manual third down while also taking some time off the clock from the from the Rams. I'm with you, throwing the ball three times uh, with Aaron Donald just breathing down his neck. Probably not the the best play call I've seen. Um, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, uh, that that could have been. I mean that that could have been the deciding factor there. I know Matt Gay missed a field goal early on, and that kind of that that was like oh that that didn't help. Um, 
that didn't help matters much in my thought process towards the game. Uh, I'm like, really nothing is going right today, but, um, but I mean, he's still, it's, he's not, if he misses one, he's not going to miss twice in a row. I don't think he's, he's on that caliber. Um, but you know, I don't think he's that bad. I think he's that good where he recovers from that, but yeah, there's just a lot more that they could have did. And I felt like they were just going for big stuff. And, and yeah, the, that, 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 right. It was Granson that dropped it. You said, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that would have, that was it. Set us up right in field goal position. Got the first down. Had he caught that. And I guess too, I saw a replay where the DB's arm, like elbow kind of hit it a little bit. Yeah. Um, so it kind of got it off the the path, but it was a dime and hit him right in the hands. We went, they went for it on fourth down too, in another, like right around midfield. I think they did like a fourth and seven or something like that. I think they did another like fourth down deal where they went for it. I can't recall, but it was a, it ended up being a drop. I think it was in the fourth quarter and I was, I, I don't like the fourth and long going for it. I don't care what the situation is. Uh, not a, not a big fan of that. I don't think we're, we're quite there yet as a team. I mean, I could do it in Madden all day, but real life, <laughs> uh, not so much, but, but, um, yeah, I did. He's, he's gone for a couple fourth and longs. He's called a couple fourth and longs where I'm like, eh, especially the way that the defense is playing the second half, just bury them, just bury them. And, and, and the defense can get a stop, but yeah, the, the, the end of regulation was, was, uh, not desirable. So if you could pick three players and like kind of put the loss on them, which three players would they be? Because I got three guys I know right off the bat. Like, nah, this is this is on you. Specifically, mm-hmm. um, Kenny Moore had the bad PI. I don't know if there was so much on him as it was the just a, a over like a bad ref call. Um, but that that was game that was game altering. Uh, Matt Gay's kick. Miss field goal, I think, you know, changes the flow of the game and puts the pressure on the Rams in those final moments. I maybe we played, maybe the Colts play a little different, maybe not go for two. Um, I'm trying to think of a third. I don't know about any really anybody really offensively. Maybe somebody on the offensive line. Nobody specific. I can't think of anybody specific, but just the way the offensive line unit was was operating, I I just still can't believe that Puka. Uh, Nakua was uncovered. Uh, dude torched it, scores his first career NFL touchdown and uh, for a game winner. And why, I mean, wide open. How do you do that? Kenny Moore was too busy trying to signal, you know, false start while the ball was getting snapped. Just play the damn ball, just stop trying to call for that stuff. Just play the damn thing. Yeah, not a good day for the defense. Not a good day. I, uh, I've got three different culprits. Um, Shaq Leonard being one of them. He did not play well at Fair. all. I think that yeah. most of the second half, he looked slow. Uh, Stafford was absolutely targeting him in, in pass coverage. Yeah, he got burned quite a few times. Like, he just dropped it right on over Shaq's head to Puka, and it was like the first time in a long time we're like, man, maybe we aren't going to get the, the the regular Shaq back. Yeah, because he he looked hobbled. He did, and that's why we saw a lot more Saguna Luby, um, in there in the second half and he, he played, he played fast. Uh, you know, made some mistakes, but he was at least playing a hundred miles per hour when, when, when Shaq wasn't. Um, I think Kylan Granson, I'm going to put him on that because he had it. If he were just caught and he had, a, he had a couple drops too today where it was, or yesterday and just 
kind of like drive killer something for a couple for a first down that if you would have caught it it could have extended the game but my number one it's all your damn fault and this is a player i love like he's really come on strong this year he's great ej speed what the hell are uh, you oh doing? yeah 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 i mean we have him stopped third and long uh stafford's not getting the first down he's clearly out of bounds He's not going to try and pick up more yards. And you pop them, send the drive, they go, they score. And then we go three and out, and they score again. And then we go three and out, and they score again. Yep. It's just that we could have stopped it right there. They they would have punted to us, and who knows what the offense would have done, what, what could have happened. But that just stole all momentum, and we were never able to get it back until late in the third quarter. Yeah, it was very undisciplined football. I think that's the best way to put it. I, I feel like they, and I, I had a weird hunch that this would happen, that, okay, the Colts are gaining traction. This is what usually happens. They they beat, you know, a team that they weren't expected to beat, and they come in, and they're favored, and they, they, they like, I don't know, it just, they, they it's, they don't play well. Like, this here. Perfect example. I know this is a different coach and a different season, different quarterback, but you know, you and I very, very familiar first season doing the show, Carson Wentz and the Colts banged up, uh, sick Shaq Leonard, sick every, you know, COVID stuff go in and beat the Arizona Cardinals on Christmas night. You have to, they were like a top seed that year. Yeah. They were up there. You have to win one game. They shit the bet against the Raiders. They shit the bet against the, uh, against Jacksonville. And I, I feel like that's, I mean, obviously, I, I don't know if it's a, it's a player problem, obviously, because I feel like it's the same thing, right? Yep. Um, it's, it's some of the same cast and crew uh, from that team are still on this on this team. So I just, um, I, I just, it, it, it's, I've seen the script one too many times, to quote <laughs> myself from last week. Uh, and I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand why. I'm almost mad. Like, not mad that we beat the Ravens, but I'm like, man, I feel like we could beat anybody, and I still do. But that's it made the Rams loss like kind of crushed for a little bit. It 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 stunk. And I I like how you said, you know, I think we can beat anybody because if our defense is playing like they did against the um the Texans, the Rams, even the Jaguars, where you know, we we kind of kept Trevor Lawrence in check. Um and the second half of the Rams game, if our defense plays like that, well, and, you know, Buckner healthy, Big Grove healthy, if he had all of our pieces, and then you have AR, you've got that bad man that's returning off a of pup list, you, you got freaking Michael Pittman, who is a dog, Josh Downs, who is a dog, Downs is really Pierce, who is like a puppy, but he'll, he'll get to, he'll, he'll be there in a little bit. Um, our tight ends are, I mean, oh, obviously, a couple of drops. yeah, Drew Ogletree was great. Oh, great. I like him a lot. Even Mo, Mo did like showed out, some, showed out yesterday. He had his one Mo game of the year. So yeah, I thought, don't, don't get him in fantasy. Little recommendation. Don't get him in <laughs> fantasy. You know, I keep on seeing him active and, uh, will Mallory not. I'm like, oh, come on. Let's just unlock Mallory just for one game. Just yes. for one game. See what happens. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like we can't beat anybody. I, I'm confident. I'm really confident next week going against uh, the Tennessee Titans. Oh, I'm nervous. The way they 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 whipped up the Bengals, took them to the dog, the the, the woodshed. I'm, Everyone's I'm taking the Bengals to the woodshed nowadays. Except me? the Rams, who we just lost to. I know it's a matchup thing, but 
Um, Dude, us and like traditional like drop back pocket passers, we haven't been good in a couple of years. You give us like a Matt Stafford, we're not good. You give us a you know a, one of those hybrids that like to run around like Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, we win those games. Yeah, I don't get it. It's so weird. I, it, Your car carves us up. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence carves us up. Makes it makes no sense. No. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of the state of things um, right now. A couple injuries to come out of the game uh, that we had. Uh, Quitty, uh, pay is in concussion protocol uh, going forward. And unfortunately, uh, the cornerback room took another hit uh, with Dallas Flowers. He was probably one of our better cornerbacks. I know it's not saying a whole lot this year, but he was definitely playing pretty good. Um, Tony Achilles, non-contact out for the season. Uh, so I'm not sure what route Ballard and them take. There's a lot of cornerbacks in the room saved. They have a, they have one on, uh, one or two, I think one on practice squad. I hope they go and try and find, um, uh, was it? Well, Casey Hayward, I would love that. Absolutely love that. Um, I'm very fine with that, but I, I don't know what they're going to, just kind of bump some guys up. I I just I that's it's always something, right? It's always something. We we were, we're doing good, and it's always something. Uh, so we shall we shall see. But we are hoping uh, going into the Tennessee game that you know we do have a couple pieces back. It was announced today that Jonathan Taylor uh, is coming off the pup list, and he is going to practice uh, starting Wednesday. You talk about practice. Supposed to be the primetime play. You talk about practice. We're talking about practice finally. And I've never, it was the good, again, it was the good news that I, I needed today uh, coming off of that Colts loss yesterday. I, I don't want to say I told y'all so, but I'm thinking that I told y'all so we knew that he'd be back. I, I know I was a little shaky there for a moment that, that maybe we, we may trade him, but he's coming. Like he, he's actually going to play with AR. And I'm thinking, you put that unicorn and that rocket ship right next to each other, it, great things going to happen. Zach Moss has played admirable. I mean, hats off, Zach Moss. Thank you for really just killing it lately. You, you've been great. But please understand, you put AR and JT on the same field together, just magic. What was it like? Uh, who's the new head coach for the Cardinals? Uh, Gannon, Jonathan Gannon. Explosives, pew pew, pow, explosives, pow pew pew. That's that's what he did. <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. I I got. I mean, God, I hope so. They're they're they. I feel like they say he's really healthy. I I I think it's a difference maker. I really really want to beat the tight. There's a lot of teams. I I want to beat everybody. Um. But the Colts haven't beaten the Titans in five games. It's been it's been a long time uh, since the Colts have beaten them. Uh, the last win was a Thursday night football game in 2020, um, where the or Rivers carved them up pretty good. Uh, but it's been I mean that's how long it's been. So um, really hoping uh, that the it, you know JT comes back. Obviously, we're not getting Jelani Woods back quite yet, but we figured out our cornerback room. Uh, Ryan Kelly comes back, which congratulations to him. He just brought his twins home who were born prematurely um, by a couple couple weeks, about a month or so. 
that was three months. Oh, maybe it was three months. Yeah, I think um, it was three months early. But they, they finally took him home, which is, you know, very happy for him. Uh, hopefully get, you know, Bernard Ryman back. Even if we go into this game with Zach Moss, I'm comfortable with, as long as the offensive line is okay. Um, but, I mean, JT is, I mean, I, I'd love to be there to hear the the crowd. I think they're going to show him, like, he's probably going to be the main event run out if, if he does play, like, the, the last run out. Um, because yeah, I mean, Colts fan is, is everything that's been said. The Colts fan, you know, we do love him. We know that he is, is he's the difference between us, you know, actually, you know, like whomping teams, right? We're keeping it close, but actually, like, like just beating the piss out of teams. And and like and, when you drop five touchdowns on a Super Bowl contender, yeah, like that, dog walk them in their own yard. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. You know, that's what we I I we need it. Um uh, we we've talked ad nauseum about all the different stuff that we can do with JT and AR in the same backfield. Um some really fun stuff, fun creative stuff. So uh, we're really, really hoping that for the best. And he, apparently, according to Stike, and he's very excited to come back too. You know, I've been keeping that my eye on a Malky Kawa's uh, Twitter likes, just to see. All right, any kind of sign, any kind of like little, oh yeah, liking JT being back, like tweeting just something stupid about uh, Jim Mercy. I want to know how comfortable JT is to come back. If he's like going to be a willing contributor. Uh, I know they they say that he's excited to be around his teammates again. Great, yes, I know you're gonna always ride for your boys. Are you excited to be a Colt again, though? Are you gonna ride for the franchise? Is it like a hey, you know, that was business? Um, right now we're 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 not talking business. I'm out here to just really show my worth and uh, kind of just ball out with my teammates. Right. If he goes that route, I uh, Lucas Oil will blow the roof off for him. If he comes out saying, "Yeah, you know, they're they haven't traded me. I want to trade, um, but I'm I'm forced to be here, so I'm going to play." I kind of go like that negative attitude. Something that we have we've never seen from this young man before because he's always had uh, just a, been a great character guy. But he comes out in that like you know dark hoodie and still the scowl and mean mug. I could I could see the fact of them being booed. I mean, they booed Andrew Luck when he retired. Ah, uh, that's true. That that is true. I. I think they'd just be happy, like they want to sway, kind of sway him. Um, I think that's the ultimate thing is just try to sway him to want to be here. I know business stuff is different from playing for the fans. Uh, it's it's been such a just obnoxious off season with everything. So I I truly hope that if he does decide to play, it is with the best intentions. And and you know, regardless, it, even if he doesn't want to be here, if he still suits up and plays, um, and gives his team a chance to win, then. You know, uh, show enjoy them while we can, right? Enjoy them while while we can as Colts fans. Yeah, you know, we'll just you know ride them to the wheels fall off this season, and then franchise tag them next season, and franchise tag them the next season. Yeah, we've got at least two and a half more years of JT, so I'm cool with it. <laughs> at least two and a half more. Oh, excuse me. Um, so yeah, I'm actually gonna have a, a fun time watching this game this weekend. I my cousin is getting married on Sunday. Fortunately, obviously, obviously the wedding takes precedence, right? Very excited for my cousin, uh, Teresa. She's uh, she's very excited. Her husband's a great dude. I'm very happy for him. Ooh, congrats, Teresa. Woo. Congrats. Next time we get married on a Saturday. 
<laughs> well, the, their thought process was Columbus Day is on a Monday. Uh, so they're going to just, oh, we'll have a late Sunday, you know, a later Sunday wedding and we got Monday off. So I get that perspective. I, I don't have Monday off, but it, the wedding starts at 430. So I'm going to be watching oh. some of it. I'll be okay. It's it's a little bit of a drive, but I can watch slash listen to it on the way into uh, the ceremony, which is cool, which is great. Uh, so I will be okay. Um, I I may wear a Colts jersey underneath my tux. Superman it off. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> when you got it, when you got a foot, well, when you want to watch a football game at 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 one, but you got a wedding to be at at four thirty. Yeah. But no, I would never do that. But. Uh, but I'm excited because you and I both have a pal in Rochester that uh big Titans fan, and he loves to tag us and stuff and harass us every time the Titans and Colts play, um, even though I never, ever reciprocate. Well, no, you kind of just sit here and be quiet, but that son of a beast wants to tighten down all the time or tighten up. I'm just going to tighten down. I got to get real loose, get real loose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I can't take it anymore. I can't take it. We need a we need a dub. We need a dub. So, um, hopefully, uh, hopefully the Colts get one. They need one bad, uh, as the rest of the division is two and two. Uh, Jacksonville is playing the Bills in London, which oh man, I don't know who I want on that one. Yeah, is it nine a.m. or is it nine thirty? Oh yeah, nine thirty. Nine thirty. Nine thirty. Uh, that's a tough call right there. <laughs> who I want to win. I'm curious if Jacksonville has the advantage there because they're going to be there for an extra week because they were just there on Sunday. I, I don't mean, know if it comes into play. I think I feel like it has to, right? Like just the the time difference, kind of getting adjusted to it. People, you know, if you're if you're a Buffalo Bill player, you haven't been to England yet. All right, hey, I'm going to kind of go out, see the stops, see the see the tours. Yeah, and kind of not focus, and you know, these guys have been there for a week, and they kind of maybe are over it. Or on the flip side, maybe while the Bills are here, you know, focused on on practicing and, and playing and getting correct, maybe the guys over over in England, the Jaguars right now, are like, eh, uh, this is more like a vacation to me than than actual work. Right. I I I don't know. Yeah, we 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 certainly don't know. We don't know what what's know of Jacksonville. They they hammered the Falcons pretty good this past week um, to get their second one of the season. Uh, I got to ask you, though, because the Texans have been very, very impressive over the last two weeks. Uh, I know that they beat on the Jaguars, which they, you know, they, they typically do in Jacksonville. They have a pretty good rivalry. Um, Jacksonville t- tends to have issues with them in Jacksonville. Um, but they hammered the Steelers this week, and it was it was bad. And the Steelers got a good defense, a very, very good defense. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Texans' like sudden like change of pace? Um, just Stroud is just tearing it up right now. Like I'm just like, fuck man. Like I thought we were ahead of him. Like I thought we were like I thought Indy was we like still beat him. We still beat him. We did, but they were really banged up. You know, as well, but I just feel like like we beat him up so bad that we just unlocked him. Like that's like Spider Man, like <laughs> like CJ Stroud is Spider Man. Like we we whooped his ass, and then now he's like, all right, I ain't, I ain't taking no more shit. 
And now he's got like 1,200 passing yards. And it's like, I don't think he's thrown a pick yet either. No, he hasn't thrown a pick yet, which is, I I was very high on CJ Stroud coming out of the draft. Like if, you know, there were multiple times where I was flip-flopping between, do I want CJ Stroud? Do I want Anthony Richardson? Uh, you know, at the day of the draft, when it was still kind of up in the air, whether the Texans were going to take a defensive player or a quarterback, I was still a pro. No, I want AR because, you know, I CJ can kind of wilt under pressure and our offensive line stunk. It's like, no, we need we need AR. He's going to be a monster. So officially, you can always say I was always pro AR, but there were plenty of times where CJ Stroud was winking at me and I may have been flirting back. Um, he's He's very good. He's very good. I... I'm still not sold on their defense. Uh, Kenny Pickett's not good. That that Steelers offense is not good. They can't no. run the ball. They can't throw the ball. Uh, they're not not good. So I'm, I'm still not completely sold on Houston, but they're definitely trending in the right way. And honestly, I think in two years, the AFC South is going to be a very fun competitive division. I, 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 I certainly could agree. I mean, Jacksonville is competitive right now. I don't see the wheels falling off anytime soon. The only team that I, I still don't know what to make of is the Titans. Like, I don't know what direction they're, I mean, they're playing very good football uh, currently. I don't think they, they've been in just about every game they've played. Um, but I don't know where their future is. I don't know if they're sold on Will Levis. I don't know if they're sold on Malik Willis. Um, I, I don't know what their direction is. I don't know. Salary cap, I that's the only team I have no idea about, but every other team looks like really, really good. And you know, a couple of years ago, the NFC East was really bad, and now it's really good. Well, not this year, but uh, last year was really, really good. It's okay this year, it's 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 pretty okay, but like I'm hoping that the AFC South is kind of like that finally, um, where we have two, three teams that can make a playoff push and 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 make the make the division a little bit more respectable. That would be fun, you know, just I want to see fun games and not just be everyone's doormat. Uh, you know, the, the AFC South, for the longest time, the Colts just ran it. It was always the Colts division. Um, everyone, everything else was a bottom feeder. Uh, no one respected te- the Titans, the the Texans, or uh, the Jaguars. And yeah. they weren't good. They were always picking top 10 in the draft for a reason. Um, but looking at the quarterback stable we've got now, C.J. Stroud, Trevor Lawrence, the alien himself, Anthony Richardson, and then whomever Tennessee wants to trot on out. The corpse of Ryan Tannehill, um, the mayo drinker, uh, Will Levis, whose ex-girlfriend is so freaking hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, Malik Willis, who showed some kind of promise, but I don't know. I think they they may go quarterback again this year in, in the draft if, if they're there. I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of them either, man. Derrick Henry finally came alive last or yesterday. DeAndre Hopkins is still just, I think he's more focused on going to college than actually playing football. And yeah, I haven't like, heard him at all. I haven't heard his name really at all. No, they have no identity. This is, I think this is a punt year for them. So we'll see what how it goes. But I, I think we thrash him and I'm so excited for it. I hope so. I certainly hope so, my friend. I really do. Um, is there anything else you want to touch on uh, tonight before we close up on this show? Will um, Levis' ex-girlfriend? <laughs> hit you with the layup. Uh, <laughs> hit you with the layup. Uh, we got a Rogers rant tonight. Is there anything to Rogers rant about? 
Yeah, I mean, I got a little bit of a Rodgers rant. I might, uh, this, this is going to be a tricky one. I may, may flub it up a bit or once or twice, but um, I just want to talk about the Colts winning games and in this division, specifically. <clears throat> you know, they say all teams are created equal. But you look at the Colts and you look at the Titans and you see that statement is not true. See, normally you go one-on-one with another team. You got a 50-50 chance of winning. But the Colts have a genetic freak. AR is not normal. So you got a 25% at best to beat the Colts. Then you add in the Jacksonville Jaguars to the mix. Your chances of winning drastically go down. So this division race right here, you got a 33 and one-third chance of winning. But the Colts got a 66 and two-thirds chance of winning. Because, you know, the, the Jaguars know they can't beat us. So they're not even going to try. So t- Titans, you take your 33 and one-third minus my 25% chance, and you got uh, an eight and one-third chance of winning and the, 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 this division. But then you take the Colts' 75% chance of winning, and if we was to go, you know, one-on-one with the Titans and then add the 66 and two-third percent chance, the Colts have a 141 two-third chance of winning this division. You see, Titans, the numbers don't lie, and they spell a disaster for you this year in the playoffs. There it is. Rogers math. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Listeners, thank you so much for being a part of this show, listening to our episodes, um, all the good, uh, you know, all the good feedback that we, you know, we get to hear. Uh, we're very, very thankful for each and every one of you. Uh, let's rally, let's go Colts and beat on those Titans this week. Uh, it would be a very, very nice uh, victory Monday to get a nice division rivalry over those bastard Titans. Tighten down. That's what I gotta say about that. But our defense has to tighten up. If you hear me. (laughs) So we'll talk to you next week right here on Colts fans. That's us in Bill's land. Tighten down. Colts make me want to kick your heels up and throw your hands up and throw your head back and come on now. The Colts are making it happen now. Stand up now, come on and shout. Yeah, 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 yeah. Say you will. Shout it right now, baby. Say you will. Come on, come on. Say you will. Come on and shout. Say you will. Yeah. Indianapolis. What's happening now? We're on the moon now. What's happening now? They're making it happen now. we got the spirit. A lot of spirit, yeah. we got the spirit. Just watch it happen. Let's go, Indy Colts. Let's go, Indy Colts. Let's go, Indy Colts. Let's go, Indy Colts. Colts make me wanna shout.